Welcome to Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts Holiday Edition. Do you really know the other eight reindeer? Hey everybody, thank you for joining the Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts podcast today. My name is Ted Samaras and I am your host. And uh, today is one of our holiday edition episodes. Um, And so I thought I'd talk to you uh, today a little bit about reindeer, right? And because we are in the holidays, right, reindeer always have their time in December before they go on vacation with Santa uh, for a lot of the other time during the year. I know they got a big pull that they've got to do on those days um but they probably don't work as hard as the elves do in general unless they're doing some farming or something like that for santa during the summer uh but you know a lot of times this is the time of year where we all think we really know the reindeer right um but when it comes right down to it a lot of us know something about Rudolph, right? We've all seen, um, you know, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation uh, that was made famous by Rankin Bass back in the uh, 1970s, which I know is ancient history for some of the listeners out there. Um, but, you know, there were nine reindeer, and if you don't include Rudolph before Rudolph's appearance, uh, you know, there were eight reindeer, right? And, you know, there's the song... Um, you know, there's the song by Gene Autry, right? The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that goes something like this. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? And while I hope you enjoyed that singing, because I know you don't get much of that on this podcast, right? That may be the extent to where we know the other eight reindeer. Because then the rest of the song goes off about Rudolph, right? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose and the whole bit, right? And we talk about his nose and we talk about how he guided Santa's sleigh. And the other eight reindeer are looking around like a bunch of offensive linemen on a football team, doing all the grunt work while the quarterback gets all the glory. Um, so what I thought I would do today was talk a little bit about the other eight reindeer. So as it turns out, I wanted to reflect first before we started this episode. And that's what led me down this rabbit hole. I mean, uh, reindeer hole. And that was on purpose where I stumbled there, not the usual stumble on my podcast. But what I did want to do today was talk about the other eight reindeer because as I began to reflect, I realized that I really don't know much about the other eight reindeer instead of spitting them out, uh, kind of like, you know, somebody is spitting out like random presidents like I also like to do um, at the beginning of that song, right? The only one, well, two that I know a little bit about, um, and again, it goes back to the uh, the old Rankin-Bass claymation, is that, as I recall, Donner is actually Rudolph's dad. Right. So that's all I really know about Donner. And if I remember correctly, when Rudolph was going to play the reindeer games, right, he was actually coached by Comet, uh, who is another one of the reindeer. But other than that, I really don't know much about them. Now, to be honest, um, 
you know, some of the names are pretty self-explanatory as we go through them, but I did want to give each of the other reindeer their due. So without further ado, uh, let's talk about the eight main reindeer of Santa's sleigh. So in doing the research for this project, um, I found, you know, quite a few uh, of the similar type things on the internet. And I want to say the most comprehensive one came from the Saturday Evening Post in an article that they wrote back in uh, 2019. So using that as a guide, I thought I would talk about the eight reindeer. And if the Saturday Evening Post uh, rings a bell to you, if you think back to the old Norman Rockwell paintings um, that he would do the covers for Saturday Evening Post, yes, I believe it is that same Saturday Evening Post. So in discussing the eight other reindeer, um, supposedly this started out in a poem back in the 1820s uh, in a visit from St. Nicholas in which all the name reindeer are named. Um, and so that's where these names uh, get their um, start. And, you know, we can go through the names in order. So starting with Dasher, right? Dasher, again, you know, there's a lot of you can get into the whole etymology of language and all that, but I'll try to keep it simple here because I'm trying to keep it simple for myself. Dasher kind of makes sense, right? If you need a reindeer to dash or go fast or, 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 or you know, get up to speed to fly through the night, right? Dasher is the kind of reindeer that you want to have, right? So that one was pretty self-explanatory here, even though I know, um, you know, the different articles go through a little more, right? But then there's Dancer. Okay, and so like then Dancer jumps out there and again, you can kind of go with it, right? Again, you got to remember too that this is written in the 1820s according to the research, right? And if you, again, if you're going to have a flying reindeer, he better know how to dance too, right? So whereas Dasher maybe is the one who's kind of helping out on takeoff, which is why he's the first one mentioned, right? Maybe Dancer is the one that kind of has more of agility, kind of like the running back on the team, right? Whereas Dasher would be kind of the kickoff returner. All right, so again, you've got Dancer here, and along the same lines as Dancer, you have Prancer, okay? And maybe Prancer is the one that, again, also has some agility to kind of keep you up in the air, because if you're Santa and you've got to go around the world and you got to spend all night up in the uh, upper atmosphere to be dropping off all these packages, right? You need uh, more reindeer that are agile than just one. And plus, too, there's also the alliteration, too, right? You've gone from... Um, dasher to dancer to prancer, right? So you've gone D to D and then you've got the answer to answer, right? Even though that might not be the answer. So you've got dasher and dancer and prancer. So, so far it kind of makes sense, right? It's all together. And again, I, you know, I'm taking a 200 year post-mortem of this uh, whole how did we name the reindeer thing, right? So I'm trying to think back to what maybe somebody's sitting, you know, in front of a hearth or a uh, fireplace or, uh, you know, um, a coal stove while they're writing this. So we've got Dasher and Dancer and Prancer so far. And then you jump into Vixen. Now, Vixen, um, if you're familiar with even like the 1920s, right? A Vixen is a female fox, but it's also, um, you know, a word that's, you know, maybe used to back in the day, you know, before, um, you know, men were speaking nicer to women, let's just say, right? Maybe a vixen was somebody who was more attractive, right? And so that's where that word came from. Now, it seems kind of odd that that one was kind of, um, you know, 
put in there, especially because sometimes, you know, even though that may have been the meaning of the 1920s, back in the 1820s, I'm not so sure that it was a positive thing if you were to call a woman a vixen, right? Um, so, you know, you, you, you start to think, how did that get in there? And I really don't have a great answer for you here. Other than the fact that, you know, this is one of these where you kind of like line up the eight reindeer and you say to yourself, okay, this sounds good with this. Again, going back to the alliteration. And he's like, maybe I'm going to have a placeholder here and I'm going to come back to it. Because when you go through the other reindeer, it kind of makes more sense in terms of why Vixen would have just kind of wound up in the middle. All right. Uh, in jumping ahead, right, we get to Comet, right? We get to the next set of four, right? And Comet, again, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna be talking about getting up into the upper atmospheres like Santa needed to, right? Comet is the kind of reindeer name that you want to have, right? But supposedly, um, back in 1811, I guess there was a the Great Comet of 1811, uh, according to the article here. And so that may have influenced the author as well, because again, if you're talking 1820s, right, it's kind of like, for me, I might refer to like Halley's Comet, and because that's something that would have happened in our lifetime, but I believe that was 1986. So that's something that would have affected me in my childhood, and I still refer to um, to Halley's Comet. But um, again, this Comet of 1811, maybe that had some influence, right? Maybe thinking about astronomy had something to do with it. And maybe it was just that, you know, you again, you're looking for speed, right? And this kind of goes along uh, the same way. Now, you have Cupid here, okay? And you say to yourself, Cupid, wait a minute. Cupid is Valentine's Day. Why are we talking about Cupid during Christmas? And I agree with you, right? And so, according to what the article was saying here, um, it had something to do with maybe the fact that Cupid had always, you know, if you think about Cupid, has wings, okay? And so, you know, again, I think the the author of the poem, right, was a little more concerned about alliteration and a little more concerned about rhythm than he was the actual names, right? And so, like, even though Cupid itself doesn't fit, if you think about winged, Right. It would make sense that, well, if you're going to have flying reindeer, right, one of them better have wings. Right. Or one of the names better have wings. And so if you want to stay afloat, somebody's got to be able to fly. So I guess that's where Cupid fits in. Um, to be honest, if I really was going to think about like a winged mythical creature, I would have picked Pegasus. OK. But again, going back. Right? Dasher, two syllables. Dancer, two syllables. Prancer, two syllables. Vixen, same thing. Comet, right? And then Donner and Blitzen, right? As we're going to talk about in a little bit. So if I put in Pegasus, right? It doesn't really sound right. You know, if I go Comet and Pegasus and Donner and Blitzen, kind of throws the thing off. So I guess from a purely, you know, I'm going to pick an animal with wings type of thing. Pegasus would have worked here. Um, but I think that's probably how you wind up with Cupid. But Cupid does sound kind of odd there. Um, and again, maybe this is where Vixen kind of fits in partially, right? Maybe the um, author, you know, had a love interest um, or something like that that he was thinking about. Maybe um, it was a romantic time in his life or her life, right? If they were using a, a, a male pen name. Um, and so maybe that's why they, uh, you know, pick Cupid here. Okay. Now for the last two of the eight reindeer, right? We know them as Donner and Blitzen. Okay. 
And uh, again, you know, Donner hmm, doesn't necessarily ring a bell for me in terms of like speed or flight or anything like that, right? Blitzen, okay, fast, right? Like the blitz, like when a defense attacks in football, uh, you know, they're blitzing the quarterback, that type of thing. All right, that always flew with me. I never was quite sure why Donner was there. Um, so this is where we're going to get a little bit into the weeds in terms of language. So you're going to get to learn a little German and a little Dutch like I did here. Um, but I guess originally, back in the poem, uh, when it was first published in the 1820s, right, Actually, what the last two reindeer name were was um, they were named after I guess what's a common Dutch expression, Dunder and Blitzem, right? So Dunder like Dunder Mifflin of the Office, if you're familiar with that, and Blixem like Blitzen only with an M uh, at the end. And supposedly in Dutch, and if any of the listeners out in uh, Holland and the Netherlands can uh, can confirm this for me, that'd be great. But supposedly dunder and blitzem mean thunder and lightning. And when you take that into consideration, that actually makes a lot of sense. Because again, you know, when you think about, and I hate to keep going back to football references, but that's what I got for you, right? When you've got the power running back, you've got the speed running back, you've got thunder and lightning a lot of times is what they call them, right? So um, so you do have that type of thing. And plus two, again, you're out in the weather, it's Christmas time, right? If the author happened to have... Um, you know, heritage in Germany or Holland or, you know, elsewhere in like Northern Europe, right? It's really cold during that time, right? Where a lot of the Christmas traditions uh, come from with, you know, the snow and the whole bit. So Dunder and Blitzen would actually make sense, right? But I guess as time evolved, um, you know, it changed up a little bit, right? And being that, um, you know, you had Donder, which was Dutch, um, I guess in the different variations, right? Because, you know, maybe it's just that Germany had a bigger population. Um, maybe it's just that, um, you know, when you got iterations of this uh, this poem, right? Maybe there were more German speakers than Dutch. But somehow, or maybe again, it was just the alliteration. But somehow the word Donder um, from the Dutch uh, soon became Donner in a lot of the publications. And Donner in German is Thunder. So again, Dutch and, and German are, are, are very similar. Um, like just like Belgium, same type of deal uh, in terms of the language. So you get the morphine of Donder to Donner, again, makes Thunder. And that would make sense. And the same type of thing happens with, um, with Blitzen. Okay, because uh, Blixem, again, is the Dutch word. So if you're going to morph one word from Dutch to German, well, if it's the same author doing it, you're going to get them both morphed. And maybe it rolls off the tongue a little bit better, right? So Blitzen is the word in German for lightning. So if you were going to change one, you were going to change both, right? So that's how you get Donner and Blitzen. So now when you go back... To Vixen, right, you got to remember as as the song goes, right, the last two now are Donner and Blitzen. So now you've said Thunder and Lightning. So now I'm the poet. 
I want to end with lightning, right? I want to end with blitzing. So maybe now you go back and go, okay, I need something that fits here that's two syllables. I kind of need to incorporate Cupid because that one really doesn't fit in, right? Except for the wings. I need it to rhyme with blitzing. And he's going through the words and all these words don't really make sense in a, in a, in a Christmas type, you know, song or Christmas type poem. And he settles on Vixen. Um, that would be my best guess for how we got back to Vixen. But in terms of the uh, the word history uh, for Donner and Blitzen, uh, it's actually pretty interesting because I really had no idea about that. I just kind of thought that Donner might be, you know, a word that I didn't know or affiliated with something that the poet had known. And Blitzen, I had kind of always thought about speed, but I never realized that it had um, meant lightning. So I really should just shut it down after the eight reindeer here because that's on, honestly who we're, you know, uh, giving a tribute to today and not really Rudolph because it gets so much fame. But um, I do want to make mention of because you're like, well, where does Rudolph come from, right? And so, um, you know, they, they're always looking to, right, is, you know, like the, you know, the Christmas stores, right? And now like, you know, when you shop on Amazon and Walmart and all those places online too, right? They're always looking to attract you. Um, and, and bring you into the store. And so um, back in the uh, back in the 40s, right, one of the stores kind of like a Sears or that type of thing, if you could picture that, or Macy's, there was another one called Montgomery Ward. Um, and so what they did was they came up with a reindeer that they thought um, it could be like an attraction to bring the kids in the store because everybody knew about the first eight reindeer. Um, and so they thought, oh, let's, you know, let's get, you know, try to make another reindeer and see what we can do. And you've actually seen some of this in modern times too, um, where you'll see the occasional reindeer that like, um, you see it on pop up on TV every once in a while, or like there's a special movie uh, or something like that. And, you know, there's been hundreds of them. It's a matter of whether they stick or not. But uh, remembering back to the 40s, right, during the World War II, um, you know, Montgomery Ward was one of the big merchants in the country. Okay, and so when they brought Rudolph in, right, again, you know, shiny nose, lights up, attractive to the kids, that whole bit. But again, um, Rudolph maybe doesn't make sense other than, you know, Rudolph was a, a fairly popular name back in the 1940s. Um, but from an alliteration standpoint, which kind of is where a lot of this uh, conversation has gone today, right, if you were going to have a red-nosed reindeer, there's probably a good chance that you want to start out with an R. So whether it's, you know, um, you know, you, you could pick a lot of them, like Reginald the red-nosed reindeer, Randy the red-nosed reindeer, um, you know, etc., etc., etc. And so I think the author um, in the 40s, the creator of it, uh, just kind of came up with, um, with Rudolph just to kind of go alliteration-wise too. So that's why when Gene Autry puts his song out in the late 40s, I believe it was 1949, you get Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So hopefully you have enjoyed this. Um, hopefully, like I said, like I know some of the reindeer names are kind of self-explanatory because of the need for speed and the need for flight. Um, but hopefully this gives you a little background too in terms of uh, some of the other um, reindeer names. And now, the next time you hear the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Gene Autry is telling you, you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. Now, instead of being like I used to be and being like, 
Do I really know those reindeer? Why is he telling me I really know those reindeer? Now I actually can say, I really know something about those reindeer, and you can too. So I hope you've enjoyed uh, this fun little episode today talking about reindeer. Hopefully this has got you in a little more in that holiday spirit while you're waiting online somewhere for your expensive hot chocolate um, or tea or whatever you're grabbing today. Um, as always, I know you can spend your time a lot of different places, so I really appreciate you spending a few minutes with me today um, listening to our podcast. Uh, this podcast works because of your feedback. Um, I get some great feedback on the topics we've had and topics you'd like to talk about, so hopefully uh, you enjoyed again today. Um, if you would like to contact me, as always, uh, the direct email for the show is skicaphoodieandshorts at gmail.com. If you are looking to contact me um, on social media, your best bet is uh, Twitter slash X, where I am at our tech coach. Um, that is my main social media handle. Um, if you would like to go to the show's main website, um, where we have this episode and others, uh, if you want to go back and listen to them and you don't want to be on your um, podcast provider, you can go directly to the show at www skicaphoodieandshorts.com and if you would like to check out some of the great work I do with um, some really wonderful educators around the world, uh, some of the different projects we're working on, please go to my main website that also links to the podcast which is www.ourtechcoach.com As always uh, thank you very much for your time please remember be good to yourself and be yourself <laughs>